Hello and welcome to Straight Talk, Supply Chain Insights, the podcast for your supply chain leader who is on the go and wants to be in the know. And now, your host, Laura Ciceri. Hi, this is Laura Ciceri, and today I'm interviewing the technologists coming to the Digital Showcase at the Supply Chain Insights Global Summit. The Digital Showcase we have is virtual on a page so that people that are coming to the summit can look at the demos and hear what the great technologists have to offer. I want to interview Leslie Hume, who is really leading the North America work for Resilience 360, which was formed by DHL. And Leslie, welcome to the show. Tell the group a little bit about yourself and Resilience 360. Uh, Well, thanks for having me, Laura. Uh, So very happy to be here. Um, My name is Leslie Hume. I am the uh, head of Resilience 360 here in the Americas. And uh, Resilience 360 is a global supply chain risk management software. Um, Our goal is to help businesses both visualize, monitor, uh, and analyze um, and certainly mitigate uh, risk that can impact their global supply chains. We were founded out of DHL's Innovation Center in Bonn, Germany uh, back in 2011. Uh, a lot of the uh, large automotive customers that were doing business with DHL at the time were severely impacted by the um, Japanese earthquake and subsequent tsunami as well as the Thailand uh, floods. Uh, ash clouds and so on. And it was at that point that businesses, large businesses in particular, said, listen, we need to have a better way uh, to manage risk within our supply chain. So the application has actually grown a lot since then. Uh, We have about 70 uh, different uh, customers uh, using the application and um, uh, really focused in on um, bringing um, an emphasis to the uh, analytics uh, piece uh, and to provide insight to our customers moving forward. Well, thank you for that short synopsis. Um, Is it your customers, the 70 customers, are they in a particular industry or across all industries? Yeah, good question. So actually our customers are across all uh, sectors. Um, again, we sort of were born out of automotive, but we have customers in the life science, healthcare, high tech, uh, industrial manufacturing, process manufacturing, chemical, uh, and automotive. Retail is uh, fairly new for us, uh, but where we've really um, started to, to make headway is in the e-commerce business. So uh, pretty much uh, sector agnostic because risk happens across all industries. Yeah, you know, you can outsource your supply chain, but you can't outsource your risk, right? (laughs) Right. Too bad. (laughs) Yeah. So when we think about supply chain 2030 and we think about risk management, what do you think it looks like? Because that's really our focus at the conference is to imagine supply chain 2030. So, you know, let's pick your brain. What do you think it looks like? Yeah, so I think that, you know, uh, forecasting or predicting out to 2030 is really tough. And you of all people know that. Uh, at DHL, you know, we're predicting out to about 2024, 20, 25, um, with, um, you know, a lot of what ifs and what are the biggest value buckets that, um, that are going to impact, uh, any type of supply chain activity back, uh, you know, up to 2030. So, um, you know, we really are, are, 
um, uh, betting heavily on artificial intelligence, um, IoT, we already see that implication. I think the pace of change will increase in those areas. Um, we already rely heavily on machine learning. Um, at DHL themselves, I don't want to speak for that, you know, DHL is a very large organization, but we're also, you know, I think we're going to see blockchain, we're going to see drones, aviation drones, we're going to see a very large focus on sustainability in the environment impacting supply chains as we move forward. Uh, robotics is big for us, um, logistics as a service, uh, certainly 3D printing or 3D you know, manufacturing as a service are all areas that I think when we look at the, um, the future where we move in 2030, these are, these are certainly areas that, that we think are going to impact all of us. Well, Leslie, I'd love for you to show us a little bit about your software. I know you've got your screen pulled up. Could I talk you into doing a demo? I would love to. That would be great. All right. Okay. Thank Take you. Take it away. Okay, so um, I hopefully you can see the screen that I'm showing here. Can you just give me a visual check that you can see that? Yes, ma'am, I can. I can even see your mouse. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to take this here and hopefully... Um, you can see the screen where I'm pointing here. Now, where I've landed is actually not necessarily um, a typical landing page uh, because what I'd like to show you for uh, to start off with is some of the insight that can be driven. So what I've done is I've landed in our uh, analytics um, solution. Now, uh, we monitor about 2,000 events a day. We um, are monitoring, when we look at our supply watch modules, about 8 million sources of data a day. And so um, it's really, really tough for businesses to say, hey, listen, where do I even begin with this? I have limited resources and I want to do two things. I want to be able to um, have, have immediate action or have what we call first mover advantage when something bad happens. And unfortunately, bad things do happen. So I want to know about stuff really, really quickly. But at the same time, I need to have a proactive or some type of strategy to mitigate and analyze the risk within my network because I really only want to know about things that are most impactful to me. So what you're looking at here, I'm just going to scroll down a little bit, is what we call here your total risk overview. And this graphic I particularly like because what we're doing is in a very simple graphic format, we're trying to identify the greatest um, risk exposures for a business. So we consider both the risk exposure index on a scale of 0 to 100, 100 being the riskiest, uh, that is really based on um, uh, a geographic, you know, where the physical supply chain sits. But on the left, it's more important as well to look at, or maybe not more important, but just as important, to look at the impact to your business. So uh, is this a single source supply? Is this, what? what is the bill of materials? What are the products that are impacted by any type of event? And so you can very quickly say, listen, I, I really don't have a lot of resources in my procurement teams and my strategic sourcing folks, but I, I really want to identify at the top right quadrant here, some of my riskiest uh, vendors and supply. So very quickly, you can see as I scroll down, not just where they're physically located, who are my riskiest, riskiest suppliers, excuse me, but also how do they compare against my network? And then what are the critical, what are the, the risks 
that I am seeing most often within my network. And so if there are some elements that this is all, of course, demo data, but if there are some elements that are more critical to you, uh, whether you're a business continuity um, manager, whether you're in supply chain, whether you're a procurement individual, you can easily drill down and have a look fairly quickly at all of the various impacts to your business. And then if you want to go deeper, of course, then you could certainly do that. So how do we get all this data? So what we do is we first start with uh, visualizing your network. Now this sounds, I think, like it's a fairly easy thing to do, but in actuality, it's not as easy as people think. So I'm just going to take, uh, there's a lot more to our filtering system and to our applications, which are all listed down here on the left, but I'm going to take some pretty easy um, icons and just visual give you an example. So here I'm showing a fictitious network and these are concentration of nodes. So when again when a, a supply chain professional or a procurement professional is looking at this or even logistics or transportation they say listen here's the density of where my network sits and as you go deeper and in, as you drill down into each of those concentrations you can see that you can very quickly start to pick up um, a little more detail on any of your sites and I'm just picking this one uh, at random and I'm just going to blow it up for you to see to show you that what can actually happen excuse me what can happen when you actually look at a particular site because there's a lot of detail behind each one of those nodes so in this case the risk exposure index that I talked about briefly it's sitting at 45, not a great risk. Um, we could look at the, the bill of materials that's attached to that supplier, the lanes, the history of events, any type of incidents, a weather forecast if I'm concerned about packaging or types of weather uh, a temperature impacts. I live in Florida, so the you know there's not a lot of chocolate being shipped in Florida in the summer. Certain types of packaging must be used for that. What's my risk exposure, the risk impact to my business, and so on. So there's a lot of detail that you you can bring up and when you see a 45 risk exposure index that that sounds relatively low but if you look at all the categories that we're um, capturing you know some of it may be heavily influenced in this case if we look at labor strikes it's fairly high at 75 so that could be in theory swaying the risk exposure index. It may actually be a little bit lower than that if there wasn't such a high chance for labor strikes in this particular uh, location. So I'm just going to uh, minimize here. It's a little hard to see on my screen here. All right, there we go. Uh, so this has, I'm going to bring it back to a global view so you can get the sense of now we've visualized a network. And then what we're going to do is we're going to start to layer in um, if we had um, connected networks and we had actually um, uh, nodes that were doing business with each other, like the connection between a supplier and a distribution center and so on, you can visualize that. I'm going to bring in IoT devices. A lot of our customers need to track high value shipments or want to know, you know, exactly where um, feeds of um, telematics for trucks and so on. So you can uh, layer in on top of that. You can layer in your actual shipments and it gets a little bit messy here. I've turned off the filter for um, air freight, but you can start to imagine that now once we start to bring in the incidents as far as what's going on, so I'm just going to add those in, 
um, to the visualization here, now we're not just getting a feed of what's bad that's going on in the world, but we're actually getting a feed of what's going on um, uh, uh, across the world that's impacting my network. And so here you can see at the top right, uh, now I have brought down the number of nodes is 1,700, there's 600 lanes being listed, and now I've only got 200 incidents that might be impacting my network um, instead of uh, uh, 2,000 that, or up to 2,000 that we typically report on um, on a daily basis. And so the really nice thing is that maybe there um, are things that, you know, there's a lot of different business functions uh, within each organization. So uh, a business continuity manager might not care uh, necessarily about, um, you know, where the, the shipments are, but he really or she really cares about, you know, what, what's going on with their supply base. So they only want to look at suppliers. So you can uh, filter and set and configure based on user uh, configurations what you actually care about as far as the nodes, but not only the nodes, what types of incidents. So maybe you don't actually care about uh, aviation events or so on. Maybe uh, you only care about natural disasters. And so here you can see on the right that we're filtering down to things that matter to you. So we also have um, a nice weather. So if there was uh, any, um, uh, let's call it, um, uh, hurricanes going on uh, or severe weather impacts, looks like we've got one over here, you would also be able to visualize those, but not just visualize it like a weather uh, service because you can get feeds of that into uh, most applications that visualize uh, shipments or, or networks, but actually the predicted or the forecasted flow. And therefore, what will potentially be the impact to my network should uh, that, that uh, the path of that hurricane, typhoon, or so on uh, hit uh, towards any one of my um, ecosystem partners, right? Any questions so far on that, or shall I continue? No, I think mostly we're going to have to wrap it up here, but I think that's a really good demonstration of how people are sensing. And, you know, so much is happening as we get on a global scale. Our ability to sense early and to make proactive changes is really critical. So thank you for showing, and I look forward to seeing you at the summit. Thank you so much. Look awesome. forward to, to seeing you and Regina. Awesome. Thank you. Bye now. Thank you.